tonight when I count to three, I want you to leap for joy. One, two, three, leap!
tell you never, Jesus is going to work it out. Jesus is going to work it out. I say Jesus is going to work it out. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning, Tedlam. I said Jesus is going to work it out. Jesus is going to work it out. Jesus is going to work it out. There's a sound of hope that's ringing, bringing joy across.
I want you to appropriate this deliverance this morning if you don't need it for somebody else. Remember that family member we praying for before we go to sleep at night? Still praying, are you? Remember for those loved ones we wrote their name down on some paper? I'm still praying, are you? Praise God. I want you to think about that. And as you think about it, I want you to tell the Lord, I'm not tired yet, Lord. I'm not tired yet. I'm yet holding my position. I'm yet praying, interceding. Forgive me for those days I went to sleep and forgot.
and you're too young. <clears throat> you're too young to be tired. So when you get tired, when you feel fatigue, that means somehow or another you've encountered the enemy because there is something called witchcraft fatigue. You understand that, right? There's something called witchcraft fatigue. It makes you tired. You can never get any rest. Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. You know, this is uh, Joseph talking here after going through much oppression, slavery, just downright abuse. But you know, it was because he had a dream and that everybody around him thought that the dream would never come into manifestation. And um, I wonder if Joseph thought that too, maybe sometimes in his dilemma. But when it came to the sum of all things, Genesis chapter 50 verse 20 says, but as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. What Satan means for evil against you God can and God will many times use it, flip it for good. Remember all those things that Joseph has suffered. It goes on to say in 50, round 15, and when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will peradventure hate us and will certainly requite us all the evil which we did unto him. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph saying, Thy father did command before he died saying, so shall you say unto Joseph, forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass. Remember trespass when somebody sins against you? The trespass of thy brethren and their sins. For they did unto thee evil. And now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept, spake unto him, and his brethren also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we be thy servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, 
for I am in the place of God. But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. You thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. Brothers and sisters, this time, this dispensation that we living on, living in, sorry, right now, we can only make it successfully through the understanding of God by way of his own Holy Spirit, which indwells us. Adam brought a curse. Now listen to this carefully. Adam brought a curse upon all the ground, okay, all the ground of mankind. Adam and Eve had everything they ever needed. It was provided freely for them without any sweat. In other words, without any work, without any stress, without any striving. This curse that they brought upon mankind affected the produce of the ground by yielding thorns and thistles to sweat, struggle, and suffering. However, my Bible says, and your Bible says, when the Roman soldiers twisted a crown of thorns taken from the cursed ground and beat it into the head and the brow of Jesus. The curse in the ground was broken, guaranteeing us, the believers, post this in the chat room about seven people, sweatless blessings. Sweatless blessing. What's that? Sweatless blessing. The curse of lack. I'm going to break it down for you. The curse of lack and poverty was broken. The soldiers platted a crown of thorns and put it on Jesus' head. And they put on Jesus a purple robe. You see, thorns are designed to inflict pain. And in his parable of the sower, Jesus said, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. You see, Jesus was teaching us here that thorns have the ability to outgrow good seed and choke 
the life out of it. God said to Adam, because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you, Adam. And from now on, Adam, through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. And it will produce thorns and thistles for you. And you will eat the plants of the field by the sweat of your brow. You will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. That would be Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 through 19. God cursed the ground with thorns and thistles. And there's something that we have to understand. And that is this, hallelujah, that we've been redeemed from the curse by the blood of Jesus. If we don't understand this, if you don't know this in your knower, if you can't comprehend this in your sanctified soul, then the land you go to work in the land you build your house on, the land you buy your house on, the land you build your business in, and the very ground under your feet is still under a curse. When Adam sinned, no longer could he live in God's abundance and splendor, the land was cursed. And by the sweat of his brow, Adam would make a living. Adam would not live in the abundance of God, but he would rake out an existence. And mankind has sweated for everything it has gotten since. Hallelujah. But glory be to God. The crown of thorns that was placed upon Jesus' head broke and destroyed the curse of lack and poverty. Thousands of years after Adam's sin, Jesus Christ, the second Adam, was taken before the religious and the political authorities to stand trial as a fraud and a heretic. Understand that when Adam sinned, no longer could he live in God's abundance and in God's splendor. 
the land was cursed by God. The land was cursed so that Adam would have to make a living working and sweating out an existence. And again, since that day, mankind has sweated for everything it has gotten. But I want to tell you the good news this morning. The good news is Jesus shed his blood, broke the curse of poverty, lack, sickness, and disease. Post this in the chat room for me. Poverty, lack, sickness, and disease are an oppression of the devil. But that oppression of the oppressor broken, destroyed by the crown of thorns that was pressed into and upon the head of Jesus. Are you hearing me this morning? You see, Isaiah 33, 24 says, and the inhabitant shall not say, I am fixed. The people that dwell therein shall be forgiven their iniquity. Why? How? Simple. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. But you see, there's a master key. There's a master key to walking in the blessing after the curse and the curses are broken off your life. The name of that key is called obedience. Brothers and sisters. And the inhabitant shall not say I am fixed. The people that dwell therein shall be forgiven their sins. But it says here, their iniquities, the sins of their fathers, those inherited bloodlines, afflictions brought upon them by familiar spirits, brought upon them by unclean spirits in their family lines. Brothers and sisters, you see, it was a requirement under the law, and it is a requirement now. What, Erica? What? Obedience. 
brothers and sisters. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Now the Bible says in uh, Exodus, the 19th chapter and the 5th verse, now therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my uh, keep my covenant, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. Please post this in the chat room, what I'm about to say. Because the devil has tricked the people into, into unbelief in this area. It says, all the earth is mine, says God. Did you get that? All the earth is mine, says God. All of the earth is mine, says God. You see, hallelujah, the crown of thorns that was shoved into, beat into, and pressed into Jesus' head covered us then the blood from the crown of thorns flowing down over the head of Jesus covered our brain. The blood of Jesus that flowed down. Hallelujah. Over Jesus' head covered our minds. Bringing deliverance and healing to our head and our head physically and our minds spiritually. The blood of Jesus flowing down from his head and bringing our head, our minds into the righteousness of God. The blood of Jesus flowing down from the crown of thorns that was pressed into his head. Hallelujah. Bringing our head into the ability to receive right standing with God in our minds, brothers and sisters. Through our minds, the blood of Jesus covering our sensory organs in our head, the crown of thorns pressed down into Jesus' head, covering our two eyes and covering our two ears and covering our nose and covering our mouth. That crown of thorns 
press down into Jesus' head, covered our brains, which happened to be, I said, it covered our brains, our brains, which is the processing center for our whole body. Our brain is covered by the blood of Jesus, the centralized conveyor of all information. The blood of Jesus has already been applied to your head. The blood of Jesus has already been applied to the back of your head where your neck, your head meets, and where your brain transitions to your spine. Hallelujah this morning. I got some good news for you. The blood of Jesus, brothers and sisters, the crown of thorns that was pushed into Jesus' head, provided a blood covering for your head. In the name of Jesus, I break, destroy the power of any assignment, of any witch, any sorcerer, any wizard against your head, against your ability to process information through your brain. I break and destroy any devil that violated or attempted to violate your covenant with God through the blood that flows down from the crown of thorns over your head. I break and destroy the power of all lies that tried to penetrate your brain in the name of Jesus. I bind those spirits up. Go! Get out the head. Go! Get out the ears. Go! Loose the eyes. I break and destroy all witchcraft assignments manifesting as pain, headaches, in the back of your head, where your head rests on your brain stem. Go out the head this morning. Loose. Go out the brain this morning. The blood prevails. The blood of Jesus prevails. Go. Go out the shoulders and the neck. The blood of Jesus prevails this morning. Go out the spine. Go. Get out. In the name of Jesus. I break the power of all witchcraft mind control. Go. The blood prevails. The blood of Jesus was shed so that you could have the mind of Christ. 
I bless the power of the thief this morning. In the name of Jesus. Go out the head. Loose the head. Loose every natural head. Loose every spiritual head this morning. Go. 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 I break your power. In the name of Jesus. Let it go out your head this morning. Every lion wonder word, every witchcraft twisted sentence, go! I break your power. Every mind enslaving doctrine and every mind enslaving word, go! Go! Out the head this morning. I've destroyed the power of all transference of spirit to enslave the mind. Go! I break your power. I destroy your seed, your fruit, your act, your work, and your deeds. In the name of Jesus. I need you to take a big breath. I need you to take a big breath. And when I say go, cough that thing out. From the base of your spine, the top of the top of your head, where your spine and your brain stem connect. Put your hand there, the back of your head. Let your fingers rest <clears throat> on your brain stem, as I commanded to get out. Go, go, and I command your body to line up with the word of God. By his strength, through his blood, you're healed in your head. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus this morning. Thank you, God. Father God, I ask you for every unclean spirit, every negative word, every negative thought, go! Refill them. Replace them. Restore to them the mind of Christ this morning. Can you receive it? That's the question. Receive the mind of Christ this morning. Can you receive the mind of Christ this morning? That's the only question. Receive the blessing of the utilization of the mind of Christ this morning. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive. Back. What 
the devil tried to steal from you on this earth in this dispensation. Receive it. And begin to thank him for it. God prepared you to have it when he placed the stars in the sky. Before he placed you in your mother's womb, he prepared you to have it. I break the power of the thief of the mind of believers this morning. Go! God loves you. You were made in his image and in his likeness. He desires you to have himself. When does he want you to get this? Right now. Immediately. Right now. I came in
I need about 80 of you to say, thank you, Jesus. I got it in that chat room over there. I got it. Thank you. I got it. I thank you. I got it. Let's go. 